0: nice to get the old music back oh man it's been a long time randy since i heard that music that's awesome ah screwing up with that i'm just gonna just do this for the whole show all right let's get going grad con and i am welcoming you to the copernican shift today we're gonna to talk about two things I did an interesting webinar for sprinkler today so I want to ch- chat about that for a sec and then I'm gonna spend a bit of time on the metaverse so we've not talked about the metaverse very much so we're gonna we're gonna do that so here we go uh, today I did a webinar with uh, AWS and Duke energy two great companies uh, and I had two amazing leaders from those companies join me on that webinar uh, webinar uh Arun Segal who is the APN global segment leader for power and utilities at AWS was kind of was part of the discussion and Richie Goodman who is the principal communications consultant for analytics and social listening at Duke Energy and Richie Arun and I talked about the future of power utilities and it was actually co- extremely interesting i would say and we had a fun time we actually went 10 minutes over we had a ton of questions uh, we we got into EVs, we got into power grids, uh, we got into transformers. We talked about how the power of sprinkler and mass one-on-one to deal with customer issues. It was great. Now, the thing was called weathering a storm, responding to your customers rapidly and preventing catastrophe with actionable intel. So um, we did a, we did I think a splendid job. Anyway, there was a um, a couple of things that kind of came up as we were talking and. Uh, and I, I thought I would um, sort of kind of hit those uh, in in order. Uh, one was like um, I think it was um, Richie kept using the analogy of eating an elephant. You know, the way to eat an elephant is one bite at a time. And I I just I just can't use that analogy. I don't want to eat an elephant because I don't think they actually serve elephant anywhere. Uh, and I think there's probably a good reason why they don't. So uh, I think the longest the, every journey starts with a single step is probably. The way I'll kind of like talk about incrementalism, but I thought that was kind of that was kind of fun. Um, we did some pretty cool stuff with Lane Pittman, so we had some good Lane Pittman videos in there. If you don't know him, he's the Florida man who stands out in the middle of hurricanes, and like there's a pretty fancy one for Hurricane Irma. His original one was just someone filming filming him on a, an iPhone, and he was just in the street holding an American flag in the middle of a hurricane. Uh, some great stuff there. I got into Mass One-on-One, and if you're a regular listener to the Copernican Shift, you know all about Mass One-on-One. And really the key, of course, Mass One-on-One is not just to listen, but it's to respond. I don't know why people struggle with that. You know, when I say conversational marketing, I don't know why people immediately go to social listening. That is only the first step. You have to talk to them. I, I, I Anyway, you get it, right? That's why you're listening. That's why. That's why I love you guys. All right. So um, let me... Uh, what was the second thing, Randy? What was the other thing I wanted to sort of hit from that show today? The uh, the expletive tracking? Oh, yeah. Or is that yeah, just yeah. me? So Richard had this really cool thing. I've never actually heard of this before, which you know, at this point is a little surprising because, you know, I've seen a lot of stuff in this space. So, one thing that we do in sprinklers is we'll track emojis. So, you can actually see an emoji cluster cloud and you can see what kind of emojis people are using and uh, it's pretty cool. Um, and so, but Duke Energy, I, I got to say, I got to feel for these people because they are, you um, know, nobody ever calls up their power company and says, hey, I just wanted to let you know I I flicked the switch in the living room and all the lights turned on. It was great, thank you for making sure that I had power. <laughs> they never get that call. What they get is ranging from what's going on to people screaming at them with you know expletives. And particularly during storms, when power tends to go out for obvious reasons, trees come down, things get uprooted, like it's just, it's impossible to maintain continuous power in a storm. But, you know, so most people understand and they're out there trying to fix it and not they're humans and they're doing their very best and they have families and they don't have power as well. So it's not like they're, they've got some special power just for Duke Energy employees. Like nobody has power and they're all working to get it back. But um, apparently some people get quite creative uh, in the expletives and they actually track the expletives never quite heard that before normally people could try to eliminate them or try to scrub them or whatever they actually track them and they use them as a source of motivation and amusement through the crisis so so all you people who like to swear at energy companies which by the way don't do that okay those are real people they're working really hard you know, human beings, you know, doing their very best to maintain this magical supply of unending power that we have in North America. My God, the the, the miracle of it. And it's a very recent miracle. Uh, we really should be calling them up and saying, hey, I turned the light switch on and the lights came on. We really should do that. It'd be kind of nice. Maybe someone could do that after listening to the show. Anyway, for all the people that swear at power companies, Be rest assured that they are um, using it as a source of amusement, motivation, and they are tracking it. And the fewer expletives they get, the better the job they know that they're doing. So uh, there you go. (laughs) Uh, Expletive tracking. We should just keep that sort of in our back pocket, Randy. Like, I don't think I've ever actually looked for it. Usually we're eliminating expletives so that we're not pulling them in. But maybe we should pull them in and get Marshall to do some dashboards for us on see which brands are most heavily sworn at. That'd be kind of fun, actually. Uh, that'd be a fun meeting. Hey, great news. You have just won a prize, a prize you never wanted. You're the most sworn at brand in America. Anyway, uh, I want to talk for a second on Metaverse. And so we've not spent a lot of time on it. And um, I talked about two weeks ago about the top concerns of CMOs. And if you look at it in sprinkler, so look at the data of what's being talked about, the metaverse and NFTs are the number one topic amongst CMOs, very interesting. And if you look at the public literature the, from the analysts and people like McKinsey and HBR and people like that, uh, metaverse is in the top 10 list. I think it's five or something like that. So, so metaverse is important and how we're gonna play in that space is gonna be critical. And I think it goes to this overall issue of being where your customers are. So I ran across this really interesting article in AdAge. So if you're not an AdAge subscriber, I would recommend that you you get a subscription to AdAge. They have excellent articles. The content's all about marketing, and they're very focused on what's happening in sort of the 21st century. And for the same price, you can get a digital-only subscription or a digital and print subscription. So print is free. Because I think a lot of people don't actually want print at all. And it's, I decided to go for it. And it's been kind of fun, kind of having a AdAge in my hands. And they do some really great work. So just a little quick plug for AdAge. I don't have no skin in the game on that. AdAge isn't paying for that or anything. I'm just saying you should subscribe to AdAge. So, anyway, there I have an article. And it's in their marketing news and strategy section. Came out um, yesterday, March 2nd. And it says how American Eagle is bringing its clothes to the metaverse. And the whole article is about how American Eagle clothes are appealing to Gen Z with this new Roblox partnership and some stuff uh, with influencer philanthropy. And if you don't know what Roblox is, it's spelled R-O-B-L-O-X, Roblox. And Roblox is a... Meta, pretty hot metaverse site. They've got a lot of different sections in it, uh, but it's basically a universe where people go to play. Target's a little younger, um, very cool, very interesting space. Um, Again, if you're not on Roblox or haven't used Roblox, get on it. I mean, I've been saying this for a long time, like literally my whole career, that if something new comes out and you're a marketer, get on it, like get on it right away. You, know, you don't have the option as a marketer of saying, "Oh, I don't have time," or "I don't like to watch TV," or "I don't like to read magazines." Like you don't have that option as a marketer. Like going to your doctor and saying, "You know, hey, what kind of continuing medical education courses do you take?" And the doctor's saying, "I don't like to do CME," or "I don't like to read journals," or you know, like what? You know, you would never expect your doctor not to stay up to date, and you would never. What lawyer says, "I don't like to read about cases." What scientist doesn't read scientific articles all the time. What is it with marketers? Please, would you please start consuming the content that your viewers are using? I don't I, the next marketer that says to me, "I don't believe in watching TV, I'm just going to stop talking to them. anyway so. Uh, The article basically talks all about this sort of partnership. Uh, There's a new spring campaign for American Eagle called Members Always, and it allows consumers to hang out in this AE Members Always club that is hosted on Roblox and uh and it's kind of a play on the typical members only rule at a club and uh cmo craig Bromers at american eagle says you're always welcome to the american eagle family so it's the idea is a very inclusive club that everyone's welcome to and you can create avatars and you can um in live collect game items and dress your avatars in the spring collection um, they go on to talk about other clothing brands so um Uh, Under Armour's launched something, uh, Forever 21, Ralph Lauren are also releasing virtual clothing lines on Roblox, and um, a number of brands are now filing metaverse trademarks. Very interesting, right? So, like, we got to get ahead of this. So, they're filing metaverse trademarks, uh, and some of them are to, I guess, probably to sell stuff in the metaverse, uh, but many to just protect it because, you know, you could potentially lose control of your brand if you don't file a trademark. Apparently, more than three quarters, more than 75% of marketers intend to invest in the metaverse this year and specifically want to do branded integrations with Roblox. That's according to a Forrester survey. So... Space is getting hot, people, and you know what? We're gonna go in and we're gonna make some mistakes, okay? So form some hypotheses, you know, be a marketing scientist. You've heard me talk about this before. Form some hypotheses and go in there and start disproving your hypotheses, okay? And, and it's gonna be a while before we got this you know, skin tight and ready to fight, but you gotta start at some point. You can't wait until it's all figured out because by then it'll be too late and you won't have made the progress you'll make, uh, the progress you'll want. Now, one thing I'll just say, um, and I think I talked about this recently, but there is a, a really interesting story about how mcdonald 's um, really stumbled on a um, an nft and uh, and they stumbled on the security aspect of it didn 't realize that by making the nFT open, other people could write to it and that and that they also didn 't realize they couldn 't cancel it or get rid of it, and that now that nFT will exist sort of permanently forever. And before they closed it, someone managed to get in there and insert some racist language. And so um, that, that one's ugly. That one is ugly. And what I would say is that, you know, you're going to do some experiments. You're going to throw some spaghetti against the walls. But could you please make sure that you're being smart on security? Okay? Make sure you're being smart on security and don't just go wildly in there, guns a blazing, marketers only. Get some developers, get some engineers, make sure you've got some open source people, make sure you people who know what blockchain is. Like, get in there with some expertise and don't make unforgivable errors like that. Because the problem now at McDonald's, and I'm, again, one of the world's great companies, and I love McDonald's, but The problem I can imagine internally at McDonald's is that it's been so traumatizing what happened to them. And I'm not going to get into high detail, but if you want to find out, you can search on it. So traumatizing what happened to them that I'm sure nobody wants to go within a million miles of the metaverse or NFTs at McDonald's now, which is exactly the wrong thing to do. But I mean, everyone's going to be afraid for their career. No one wants to make that mistake again. Or someone's going to say, hey, we should do something with NFTs. And they'll get shouted down by the, the terrified crowds at McDonald's. So you got to make sure that if you're going to experiment experiment you're going to make mistakes you're going to make mistakes you're going to you're going to fail it's not going to work it's not going to work that's going to all happen but don't do it in such a way that you can't go back and try again so watch your backs on security all right for the copernican shift i'm grad Khan. that was fun a little bit of a rant today i don't know why am i shouting I don't know. what's going on here <laughs> anyway i'll i'll see you next time